It's 2020 and the Milwaukee Bucks are sending two players to the All-Star game. The Packers have now hit their offseason and they're starting to make replacements on the coaching staff. And the Brewers are preparing to report to Arizona in the next couple weeks. Make sure to follow us on all socials, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Brew City Boys. That's at Brew City Boys. Also, we just dropped some new merch. We got some Brew City Boys stickers. So if you're interested in buying those, hit up our website. Um, that's BrewCityBoys.com. You can find it under our merch bar. And uh, get ready for a great episode of Tundra Talk. February 9th. How's it going, Dom? It's going, dude. Just trying to survive, trying to keep up with everything. Yeah, I think we're at, this is episode 18 now, so. It's been a fat minute since we've done so. Last time we said we were going to do this consistently, we definitely didn't. Definitely didn't. But now we're in the stride. I'm back back in my house. Holidays are over and we're here. Yep, so hopefully... No, I'm not going to say we're going to try to pump up to you guys. We're not going to set like we're we're going to try our best to keep doing these as much as we can because we're both working and doing sports and everything else. But we're going to we've um, we're trying to be a little bit more consistent. So hopefully we can keep doing this as much as we'd want to. So, yeah, not no certainties or there's no guarantees on if it's going to come out yeah. weekly. But when it comes out, it's probably going to come out on a Sunday or we might change it to a Monday or a Tuesday here soon. And because we also. Riley has been putting out our new our brew report, our newsletter, um, which is really cool. Um, so if you guys want to check that out, um, we have a link in our Instagram, our Twitter. Um, so guys, go check that out. It's just a, a news report on the week of Wisconsin sports. So we update you guys on the Bucks, what they did that week, on the Brewers, um, the Packers off season, obviously now. Um, so yeah, check it out. Riley does a really good job on it. So that's just another cool thing that we have going for us. Um, you get an email every time. Every Monday. Every Monday, yep. So we'll have one coming out tomorrow. Um, We're almost done with it, so that'll be a really cool thing to have. And just in case you guys – it's just a cool thing in case you guys – because sometimes some people can't keep up with everything that's going on with um, the Bucks, Packers, Brewers. So we just kind of give you guys a little summary of what happened that week. So if you want to check it out, um, so, yeah, go check it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, Let's let's get it started. We haven't done anything since the Packers lost in the NFC Championship, so – Let's recap that real fast. Talk about the season a little bit. Um, I, you know, for somebody, for me, like I'm not a a huge Packers fan. You know, it's not my team. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm I'm proud of the progress that was made this season. I know I was really harsh on the team. Um, yeah. I really, really, I'm not sold on Matt Lafleur yet, but mm-hmm. I really do think that, like this, it's not done. This is not the peak of this Packers team and this roster with four. Cause that's what I've been reading. I've been reading people uh-huh. getting all negative saying like, wow, this is our chance now, you know, Aaron's yeah. on the decline, which I don't disagree which, with, but I also think that it's not going to be a steep decline, you know? Yeah. It's not going to be like think, Peyton Manning. Yeah. I think my overall reaction, I loved this season. This was one of the best seasons I've watched in a while. Um, it didn't end the way we wanted it to be. Obviously you want to go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, but I mean, first year head coach, entirely new system that is really complex from what i've read and things like that um new head coach new players we got the smith bros um but no i was really proud of the 13 and 3 if you told me this team would be 13 and 3 by the end of this season i would have i would have not believed you at all 
Um, so I know I was happy about this season. I like I like Riley said. I don't know. Like you said, right? I don't know if I'm fully. I'm not fully bound to Lafleur yet, but I really liked what I saw this year from him. It's not even just like, not like even game plan wise, just like morale wise. You know, mm-hmm. like he just he like the way he just hyped up that team. Like they wanted to play for him. Like yeah. the players wanted to play for him. They wanted to win for him. Um, so that was just really cool to see. Like you guys would see in the locker room, like he'd be joking around with everyone with Aaron Rodgers, calling him old and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so that was just cool to see. Like, so I think morale wise and like locker room wise, he's great. He's absolutely great. He's exactly what the Packers needed, especially with all the drama last year with McCarthy, um, which we'll talk about him later on, which not too happy about, but, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, but no, I was really proud of this season. Um, obviously we're going to, there's a lot of things that the Packers need to improve on. Um, which will, I'll be coming out with some articles in the next couple weeks. Um, on some potential players that they need and some potential positions that they need. But no, like just to wrap up the season, I thought it was great. Um, we just got beat by an overall better team. That's just the gist of it. The Packers just just weren't as good as them, and that's just kind of how it comes. Not that they got screwed over or anything. They mm-hmm. were just simply outbeat, and that's just kind of how it goes. And they, the Niners did it all season. They were beating everyone. So. And to say that, to, to say something to the Niners, I'm going to give them credit because – I did. Mm-hmm. I call them like what was it, week eight? I called them phonies. Yeah, yeah. I didn't believe I, in yeah, them. Yeah, I, I, I did too. <laughs> and like, it's not that I still don't think that because I kind of do. Um, I do as well. But yeah. I think it's they're a well coached team. You know that defense yeah, yeah. is was amazing to me when yeah, I Robert Robert Sala definitely definitely turned that group around. He should be getting some head coaching offers at least, possibly yeah. coming up here soon. So I, I just think it's so incredible what that defense did. I. The one thing that I noted, and I swear I'm not the only one, I think you saw it too, but it, mm-hmm. specifically in that game against the Seahawks, the one that went into overtime in San Francisco. Yeah. That game was the first full Niners game that I watched. I think it was a Thursday night. Yeah. I, just the aggressiveness of that defense. Even on the microphone, like you're listening on the camera, when they make that hit for that tackle, mm-hmm. like literally no other team hit that hard in this in the league this season. Yeah, the the Niners just they're just like aggressive. They're just, they're just aggressive overly, and physical. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, overly aggressive. They're fast. They can just move around everywhere. Um but yeah, that's that's what like that's why they killed a lot of teams because they just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed mm-hmm. and pushed. And like not a lot of teams expected that. So, kudos to the Niners. Um like I said, I I'm still not fully bought in. Obviously, they didn't win the Super Bowl, and I said all year long, I said, I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. Take away the rum game. I don't trust him, and it showed in the Super Bowl. But regardless of that, great season by the Niners. I'll give them credit where credit's due. Um, but no, I still don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't trust I don't trust the offense without with, with him in there. Um, but they had, irregardless, they had a great season, so can't really knock them too much. Yeah. But it is what it is. Um, I, so let's quickly go through, like, obviously the, I think, who do you think the player of the year is for the Packers? Oh man, for the Packers, um, offense or defense? Ah, let's do one of each. Um, offensively. It's Aaron Jones for me. Aaron, yeah, I would say Aaron Jones or Devontae just because after missing four games, Devontae came back and played really well and almost had a thousand yards missing four games. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'd probably say Aaron Jones. 
Aaron Jones had a really good season. Aaron Jones was incredible. Defensively, I defensively Zadarius, yeah, Yeah. Zadarius Smith or um, Blake Martinez had a really good season. But no, I got to go Zadarius. Yeah, it's got. I think it's Zadarius because I think he single-handedly can change games. Mm-hmm. Like Blake Kenny Mar- Clark also had a yeah. phenomenal season. Blake as well. Martinez is good, but I don't think I think horrible in you zone can replace coverage. him. Yeah, horrible in zone coverage, um, which is what we can talk about soon if you want. Um, but yeah, I thought Aaron Jones just had a breakout season, which was great, and I think that's which is what I don't really understand. Like when they were talking about Aaron Rodgers' decline, I didn't, I don't agree with it as obviously he's not, he's not the same Aaron Rodgers as. I don't think he's been the same since he broke his collarbone against the Vikings, um, but he's agree. not the same. He's not the same Aaron Rodgers that we all know. He's still Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers. Come on now. Um, but no, I think. But what I think a lot of people are mis- dismayed is that we had a steady run game this this entire season, where mm-hmm. Aaron where Aaron Jones had what nineteen or twenty touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to need to throw forty five touchdowns a season anymore. He has a steady run game with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams had like 700 yards and seven touchdowns this year. So I don't like that people really are just kind of, and I, and I understand what you're saying with him being in a decline. Cause he's not, he meant like the game against the lions week 17. Yeah, week oh, 17 was atrocious. Was atrocious. Yeah. I agree with you there, but I don't like that. People are saying he's hit a decline because he didn't need to do as much this season as he had in previous seasons. Cause he finally had that steady run game. And do I still think that he's not the same? Absolutely. But do I think that he's not a starting quarterback anymore? No. no it's not, not that he's not a starting quarterback. He's still yeah. top ten, easily. Oh, I I think so. You know, I definitely no, think I, so. it's that's objective. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. I do think Aaron Jones got snubbed at the Pro Bowl and the all and the All Pro team. I think yeah. he should have been a flex, but that's neither here or there. Those are kind of Pro Bowls. Pro Bowls stupid. Riley and I think both agree on that. Yeah. I think I I don't think that fans should vote for it because I just think it's stupid. Like Alvin Kamara. Who some Alvin Kamara subbed in for someone, and he got into the Pro Bowl before Aaron Jones, and he only had like six touchdowns on the year, and mm-hmm. Aaron Jones had almost twenty. Taysom so. Hill had just as many red zone touchdowns as Alvin Kamara going into Week Thirteen, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I just think the Pro yeah. Bowls don't. If it wasn't name. touchdowns, it was touches. Yeah, but. yeah, it's all just name recognition, which is just yeah. dumb. And the All Pro team, like, well, Derrick Henry had a phenomenal season, obviously. And so did Christian McCaffrey. So I mean, you can't really knock him there because you can't. Com- it's hard to compete with those two. But what a nice of them to see him at like a flex position. Mm-hmm. But it's that's whatever. what I don't. That's I. That's where I'm with you because Derrick Henry is second team. I understand how you put in Christian McCaffrey for both the flex and the running back, you know, yeah. in there. But for the the second team All Pro, I think that you just gotta yeah. you gotta well, change flex because Derrick Henry did have a one dimensional season. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, well, what I don't understand is why even put the flex there if you just name the running back the flex position. Yeah. So Like, there's just no point for me. But mm-hmm. do you want to talk about do you want to talk about who the Packers need in the offseason? Uh, let's save that for next week. Save it for we'll next week? We'll pick that up because free agency doesn't start until it's March 16th. Yeah, and this so. is this is pop, this is one of the biggest years of free agency. Like uh-huh. got Tom, Tom Brady out there, Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Or no, Cam Newton's thinking about being traded. Yeah. Um, Marcus Mariota, all those guys. Yeah. So. I mean, you just named the biggest name out there. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Try not to Marigoda, cuss. baby. No, he's Trashola. He'll be starting but... for Chicago. And then that's uh, two boy, two losses want, in the Green Bay mark. We want bring him. Please. Yeah. Darius Smith's going to eat him. Yeah. 
that's his bye fault. Bye. If Zadarius Smith gets to him, that's that's totally his fault. <laughs> Not his offensive line. Anyway, let's get back on the track. Um, let's talk about the Brewers. There's not a whole lot to talk about for the Brewers because there hasn't been a lot going on. It's been a really quiet offseason for the Brewers yeah. this year, other than lately, names yeah, leaving. Yeah, in the beginning it was pretty big with, yeah. all, with all the guys leaving, but lately hasn't really been too much. Yeah, names leaving was big. Otherwise, it's been a, it's been a steady influx of uh, players coming into the Brewers clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not even going to get into it and break it down because, you know, when we get into spring got training. we've articles written about it by our buddy Andrew, yeah. so go check those out if you guys want to hear about it. Um, but, but, yeah. We get it, like, Andrew's putting out great articles about who's still out there, who the Brewers can pick up. But what scares me, I want to talk about this with the Brewers. Um, <laughs> uh, I read a good article about it, and it's talking about how, and I understand that they didn't, the trade hasn't gone through now so because the Twins pulled out. Mm-hmm. But Mookie Betts was supposed to be traded to the Dodgers here, but the Twins pulled out of the deal. Oh, so that trade, I saw that on SportsCenter. That trade not go through? Yeah, the Twins pulled out, oh, wow. so he's That's not crazy. being traded. But the yeah. whole reason the Red Sox are not tra- like are trading him is because they know that they won't be able to sign him or extend him, mm-hmm. which is it's concerning to me because Mookie Betts is he's a star. Yeah. The Red Sox are unable to pay him. That's the problem. They're not going to pay him what he wants. And that scares me because I think I'm I'm looking ahead, and this is what I really think we're going to see out of the Yelich deal coming out of here soon. <coughs> Are the Brewers going to pay Yelich? Like, I think Yelich is more important when it comes to the offense. Mm-hmm. Um you know, he like Yelich single-handedly carried the Brewers two years oh, ago. And so are you are you worried about like Yelich asking? Are you gonna are you worried about like Yelich asking for as much as Mookie Betts might? In not the as much, but like you know, relative. You know, relative. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I see what you're like, saying. Like, cause cause Yelich does like arguably have more power and. Oh, absolutely! His, like, Best player on the team. Demand, yeah. MVP. Yeah. Like even though he missed the last month of the season last year, he's still top three in the MVP votes. Exactly, like, yeah. He single-handedly changes how a team's offense work, how the bats hit. And, yeah. And money in the MLB is just stupid to me. Yeah. Like, they're just giving it away. So, they, I mean. Like, so, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm, that's my concern that I'm airing, is that I think that Yelich is, is worth, the money he's going to ask is going to be worth it, and the Brewers, being a small market team and not going to have that cap space, are just not going to be able to pay him yeah. what they want. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't so, know where... I don't know where he would possibly end up, though. Anywhere. For, if he wants... Well, yeah, anywhere, but, like, what, I don't know what his mindset is. Does he want the money or does he want to win? That's the whole yeah. thing. Well, and that's the other thing with this this next... This Brewers offseason, I'm, I'm concerned. It's kind of a less-is-more <laughs> approach, you know? I understand that stars like Mike Moustakis and Travis Shaw, these guys are aging, like Eric Thames. Yeah, those guys come and go. They come and go, but that but there have also been fan favorites. You know, they keep... The fans coming. Not saying that the fans aren't going to come, but this yeah, yeah. we really haven't brought in big names to replace them. We got Keston at second base. I guess we still got Orlando. They actually traded for a shortstop. I can't na- remember his name right now. I still got Lorenzo, but you know these. We need bats, and I, I'm not seeing yeah. a lot of them right now. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how spring training goes, and Spangenberg. we'll just kind of see. It. Just kind of see how guys are playing, I guess, and then yeah. we'll kind of get a basis for how we think the season is going to go. And so. David Stearns, we trust. You know? <laughs> That's true. So, um, 
Next up, let's get right into the Bucks got, because I'm I'm an NBA mode baby. Need, yeah, I'm in NBA mode as well. So trade deadline, nothing happened. I kind of I mean like that. for us, yeah, for, for the uh, Bucks, for the Bucks, yeah. for the Bucks. And the NBA, there was a the lot NBA, of even though the NBA all around, I would say it was a little less exciting as it was over the past yeah. two years. Yeah, but we did see we got to see big names like Andre Drummond moved. He's on the Cavs now. Which, but a non-contender to a non-contender, which yeah, is a little yeah. disappointing. Um, yeah, I would have liked to see him go to like a bigger team. Yeah. Um, but that's I think the Cavs if they can like if they can move, they, I think the Cavs. This is completely off topic, but I think the Cavs need to get rid of Kevin Love. They just need to move him. They've been talking about moving him for the last like three years. Just gotta move that guy. Uh-huh. Get him out. Get some. Get get like a first round pick for him. Might yeah. as well, cause might as well get it while he while it lasts, cause I don't think he'll be playing at a high level very much longer. Uh-huh. So. But um, moving on to the Bucks. Hold on, hold on. We could, let's just recap the rest of the. Because uh, in that trade as well, mm-hmm. um, the the Pistons got former Bucks players, uh, and Brandon Knight they and John did, Henson. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's true. I think it's I cool. John they've Henson. been like they've played their whole careers together, basically, other than Brandon Knight's yeah. time in uh, Phoenix. Yeah, I got to meet John Henson when he was a rookie at the State Fair. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But yeah, but no, I. Um, I think they got some. John Henson's a solid player, and Brandon Knight kind of washed up, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. we'll just see how that goes. Um, It'll probably just be like bench players, role players. Uh, a contender that it, like I expect. That's my prediction for the finals that we'll be seeing is uh, the Clippers just picked up Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas from the Knicks as well. Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas got waived. Oh, I, I did. Saw that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that update. And then from. The other big ones are Andre Iguodala and Jay Crowder, who's a former um, mm-hmm. Marquette stud, mm-hmm. and Solomon Hill, just uh, yeah. traded the Heat. So they are also, you know, the Heat are tooling up. They're gonna make a run, baby. There yeah, dude, that's my team, baby. <laughs> so. But um, but yeah, I I think picking up Iguodala because he, because I don't know if you saw the whole Twitter feud with John Morant and oh, yeah. Seth Curry. Yeah, that whole like stupid stuff. But like yeah, Iguodala never wanted to play for Memphis, and I mean that's fine. It's fine. It's fine that he wants to, but I'm. I think it's a risky play on Miami's part because he's. Oh yeah. Did this, you hear they're what they're going to extend him? Yeah, thirty mil. Two two years, thirty million, and he's already thirty six years old. Yeah, so. I think it's it's kind of a risk reward. I think they're trying to get a guy who who's who's been to the playoffs. He knows playoff basketball. He's been to the finals. Was a Finals MVP. So I mean, it's it could be a, it's either it's a big risk, but it could offer a big reward. And I mm-hmm. think getting Jake Crowder was good too because he's a good, he's like a good powerful like, what is he a small forward, small forward power forward, something like that. Yeah. Um, he's a good shooter and he can get to the rim, so mm-hmm. he'll be a good player off the bench. Um, and then Solomon Hill can come in and knock down a three ball. So mm-hmm. I think they got I think they got a good solid. I think the Heat are trying to make a push in these next probably. T- All the Heat really need now is just like Gor- I love. Don't get me started on Goran Dragic. I love Goran Dragic. Love me some Goran, but we're the. I think the Heat are just like a point guard away from being from being a title contender, mm-hmm. like a point, like a, an elite point guard. Um, yeah. So they they got Kendrick Nunn. He's a beast. Tyler Harrow, who is Milwaukee, from Milwaukee hometown. So, um, but yeah, I like the moves that the Heat are doing. Um, the Clippers getting Marcus Morris was also a good move for them. He can come off the bench. Gets like good solid 10, 15 points for you right along with right along with Lou Williams, 
So I think the Clippers are also stocking up well. I thought the Lakers were going to go go and get Marcus Morris, but uh-huh. the Lakers didn't, Lakers didn't do anything at the trade down no, which was kind which of Which is shocking for a LeBron team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. LeBron GM LeBron much, not making moves this year. I know. LeBron pretty much trades away all of his teammates. So yeah. I thought I, I thought for sure, for sure, we were going to see Kyle Kuzma get traded. But they just they kept him, yeah. which I, I think Kyle Kuzma starting to become kind of a bust in my opinion. Like, he hasn't really been able to do much, but that's also because the Lakers have AD and LeBron. Yeah. But. Yeah, uh, so, before we, get, like, let's, before we hit the Bucks single move, um, also the big one, I thought this was the biggest trade of the, of the day on Thursday, was D'Angelo Russell getting moved to Minneapolis. Um, yeah, that's a good move for the Timber- Minnesota. Timberwolves, did you, did you see the, uh, they introduced all their players and, like, all the all the new players the Timberwolves got couldn't even fit in one photo. Oh, <laughs> got, seriously? Yeah, they got like six new players. They got like James Johnson, uh-huh. uh, D'Angelo Russell, Dion. Oh no, Dion Waiters on the Grizzlies. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they got like a, they got like five, six new players, and yeah. they couldn't even. I fit couldn't on believe the... that they moved Gorgie Dang. Yeah, Gorgie Dang. I'm surprised he's been him. a Timberwolf for as long as I can remember. Yeah, for his whole career. Yeah. So that was surprising, but. I think D'Lo going to the Timberwolves is going to be a great fit. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Even, Wiggins played they, last night. Yeah, he, he had 19. 20, 24. Oh, 24? 24 yeah. Yeah, and five steals. So yeah. I I think the, Warrior, the Warriors, dude, are going to be scary. Like, next year. When they're all healthy. And, and, they, and, they're, and they possibly could get the number one pick. Like, dude. <laughs> dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude. <Right>. <laughs> like, Steph Curry, Draymond, Klay Thompson – um, Andrew Wiggins and then James Wiseman, who's potentially the number one pick. He's a center. Um, uh-huh. He's the one who got um, s- suspended from the NCAA for. Oh, from play. Memphis. From Memphis, yeah. yeah. Um, he's projected to possibly be the number one pick. They could get Lamelo. So, dude, I don't know. So, I think this season the Bucks, the Bucks got to take care of business. Take care because, of business. Because next season could be dangerous. So I think next season is going to be the best season because that's going to be fun with LeBron, Kawhi, and Steph all in the West, mm-hmm. and then KD. KD comes back next year is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. You know, because then, because then, like they're all kind of even playing fields. Like the the playoffs, dude, going to be wild. Mm-hmm. That's going to be wild next year. But let's talk about this year so far. So this year's Bucks, I think they're 45 and seven, right? Yeah, 45 yep, and that's seven. Correct. Only team that hasn't lost ten games, which is phenomenal. Um, they didn't trade anyone at the deadline, which I was happy to see. Um, the only I'm move they made was they waived Bender, Dragon Bender, and, and uh, signed Marvin Williams. And I like Marvin Williams. Marvin Williams was a great pickup. He can stretch yeah. the floor. He can shoot the three. Um, so I really like that move. He was he was a crucial part of the Hornets' success for a while, which. The Hornets' success hasn't really been success. Yeah, but he's the, <laughs> he's the reason they won a lot of games. So I'm happy. I'm happy for that. He's gonna be big. I I feel like he he's gonna be big come playoff time, like mm-hmm. playoff basketball. He's gonna be able to stretch the floor. He could post up. Um, he's just another big that can shoot, which is good. Which is what the Bucks need. Um, so no, I was I'm happy about that pickup. But other than that, Bucks have been playing great. They just beat the. Who they beat yesterday or two days ago? They beat the Kings, I think. No, um, I don't know. They beat someone, uh, but no, they, I don't know. They've just been playing really well, and I think heading into the All Star break, 
They're going to get some much-needed rest. We get to see Giannis and Chris Middleton in the All-Star game again. That'll be fun. Pat Connaughton in the dunk contest, baby. Let's go. Yeah, he's getting baby. That, he's getting that trophy. So, um, yeah, it's just it's a fun time for the Bucks right now. Hopefully they can finish finish off this mid-All-Star break strong. So, Or pre-All-Star break strong. So, uh-huh. yeah, we'll just see how it keeps going. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be a, a nice run. You know, I think they essentially have the top seed locked up. I think that's mm-hmm. huge. You know, they're going to win out of these. So there's 30 games left. They're going to win 20 of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so they'll finish the season, what, like uh, 65 at least. Yeah. 65 and 17. At, is, that's at that's worst. Great. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see them somehow, like... To me, over the last couple of weeks, here's what's been big. They're going to lock up that first seed. They're mm-hmm. going to, the uh, East is going to go through Milwaukee again. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, they redeemed themselves against the Sixers the other day. That was great, that was, yeah. yeah. I think Giannis that was on had, Thursday. Giannis had, Giannis had 20 rebounds that game, his first 20-rebound game. Yeah. Um, so that he, was awesome. He killed it after that Christmas. Like, honestly, that was tough. Mm-hmm. That Christmas game, we both watched it. It yeah. was miserable. Mm-hmm. It was a really poor shooting outing, and even the then, missed like twenty shots. Yeah, even then, the Bucks were still in it for through maybe a couple minutes into the fourth quarter before yeah. they really got. Even when they were down thirty, they managed to come back. You know, mm-hmm. make it a, a ten point game or whatever. I don't remember what it was. That yeah, um, and I hate to use the Pelicans as, as an example, but they played the Pelicans on Monday, I think. Or Tuesday. Oh, uh, yeah. Tuesday. They played them mm-hmm. on Tuesday. And watching that game, it was tough. Even though we sustained a lead like the entire second half, it was mm-hmm. tough watching um, Zion just bully. They bullied everybody on the boards. Yeah. Really. You know, mm-hmm. he puts his shot up. I think the stat is 81% of his shots either yeah, go in that. or are or rebounded by them. himself. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> you know, I kind of was like, oh, what's the big deal about that? Until we played Zion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oof. That's that could be a problem. That was fun to see though, watching Giannis yeah. versus Zion. That was fun. Giannis blocked him a couple times. Yeah, so that was, that was it was fun. a fun game all around. But yeah, that's but, what I'm right. looking at. I have a yeah. question for you. Giannis back to back MVP. I this want is, it to happen. Do you think it's? Do you think he deserves it this year? Because I, I sure as hell do. I think he does. I think he does, but I'm not sure if he'll get it. I'm trying to think I, of who would get I it because it shouldn't Hart- be James Harden. Harden's playing like trash. Yeah. Harden's Harden's playing like trash. He shot two for nineteen from the three like last week. Yeah. Awful. That was... I don't think it should be Harden. I think the only other person I could really think of who deserves the MVP is possibly LeBron. Kawhi Leonard's having like a decent season. Not as bad. I, I Giannis is the only one who's like dominating. Like mm-hmm. who's dominating the league. Um. But other than that, I don't really. I can't really think of another person who's like competing at his level. LeBron's having a great season, like always, but. No, I think I think Lebr- I think I don't want to speak too soon because I don't want to jinx it, but I think Giannis is definitely the front runner right now. Yeah, I think he's the front runner. Yesterday's game against the Magic, uh, like it's games Especially like those. Magic, yeah, is. it's games like those that make you question. You know, yeah. if like obviously he's necessary, and the Magic are mm-hmm. a bad team, but mm-hmm. I think he had 19, 18, yeah, like that. Um, and I'm not saying that, that that's an example. I think there's been two of those games this season. Mm-hmm. I think he should win back-to-back, but just based on how the league works, nobody it's ever hard. wins it back-to-back, you know? 
besides like LeBron, who's like yeah. one of the best players ever. And I think so. I think LeBron could be the MVP this year. You know. Yeah, I definitely. Like, yeah, yeah. Like like every year, he could be the mm-hmm. MVP. And but... I think they're going to be leaning towards more LeBron because of Kobe as well. Mm-hmm. Possibly, like he's playing well, for Kobe. I don't know, I don't know if that if they would say that's why, but. I don't know, man. League's kind of weird that way. Kind of do yeah. a little send off, do a little send off to the Lakers. That puts a lot of pressure on the Lakers though with Kobe. Oh man, I'd hate. I I don't know if I'd hate to play be playing for the Lakers, but I would definitely feel a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's sure. true. There is a lot of this is a special season for the Lakers. They're really relevant again. Like yeah. not that they want they have they this is the first time they've been a contender since Kobe, really. Yeah. Yeah, cuz they've always yeah. been relevant cuz of the uh-huh. Lakers, but well, yeah. except for like those years of Steve Nash and Dwight Howard, where for hey, some man. reason they only won hey. like forty-five games. Hey man, don't dish my boy. <sighs> don't dish my boy, Steve. Steve Nash was a beast. He was. He was a beast. <laughs> but that team should have had a dynasty. Even them re- being out of their prime, that team <laughs> I was remember, unreal. I, re- I remember looking at the Sports Illustrated covers like Steve Nash, Dwight Howard. Kobe Bryant, who could beat them? And they won like 35 games. Like, and they just, like, because Dwight Howard was battling injuries. Kobe was out for a little bit. I went to a game that year that was against the Bucs, and that's when the Bucs won, like, I think, like, what, 13 games? Like, something horrible. They, like, barely won any games. I remember, like, Nick Young was leading a yeah. comeback against the Bucs. He had, like, 35. And then, like, the Bucs ended up winning. But, yeah, that was, that was so funny. Everyone thought they were gonna win it that year, but they barely like. Yeah, I think they, they barely won, made like, it to the second games. round. I think. Didn't oh, they? did they really? They got bounced by like the Grizzlies. Yeah, that's true. The Zach Randolph-led Grizzlies. <laughs> oh man, but no, I'm excited about the rest of the NBA season. Um, looking forward to the playoffs for sure. Yeah, so, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a ride, you know. It's gonna. I think this year's playoffs are gonna be tougher for. I want to talk about the Raptors quick because I think because the Raptors have won 14 straight. Yeah, 14 they're, straight they're, now. They're catching fire, and that's without Kawhi. Like Pascal Siakam missed a bunch of games. Kyle Lowry missed a bunch of games, and they're just that's just that's where I know because like last year I was like, oh, the only reason they're winning is because of Kawhi and like Danny Green and all them. But now I know like Nick Nurse is a good coach. Like he's Nick a good Nurse, coach. Like and he's also got coach. tools. You know, he doesn't have oh, stars yeah. in my opinion, but he's got. A lot of weapons. Yeah, yeah, like like Fred Van Vliet like is just catching on fire. Marcus Saul is awesome. Marcus Saul is awesome. Pascal Siakam's a future superstar. Then you obviously have Kyle Lowry, who's Kyle Lowry. Um but yeah, dude Serge Ibaka hit like a game winning three the other day. That was pretty nasty. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm I think the biggest threat to the Bucks is the Raptors. Raptors, I don't the Sixers I <laughs> What, what did I, I heard this comparison. It was either on Undisputed or First Take. I think somebody said, I don't know who it is, they said that the the Sixers are the Cleveland Browns of the NBA, which I completely agree with. They have all the talent. They just don't know how to put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can, like, they, they've got Al Horford. You have Al Horford, uh, all-star. Joel Embiid, well, he's not an all-star this year, but you have Al Horford, all-star. Joel Embiid, all-star. Ben Simmons, all-star. Josh Richardson, who averaged like 19 a game last year, you've got like all these guys, and you just just seemingly just can't win. And I just that that would be so frustrating. It's time to a, trade him. Exactly. Like, ben Simmons, I don't think is a good player. I don't think he's Ben not. Simmons is good. Like he's soft. Remember, 
He is soft, and everybody. I think he soft. said that too. Didn't he say we're soft about the yeah, Sixers? I think he, I think yeah, he did. <laughs> he just knows. I know. He's just like, dude, we're just not, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I don't. He, everybody during the offseason was like, oh, he could, he's gonna be like leading the league in three point. No, he's made like two threes this year. He doesn't shoot, and the Sixers, I don't even think, are that big of a threat, honestly. Mm-hmm. They're not. Joel Embiid is good. He's very good, but I think he's highly overrated. I don't think he's. I, everybody's talking about him like Joel Embiid's like the best. No, I don't. I don't no. even think he's the best center in the league. I don't know who the best center in the league is, but I don't think it's him. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably choose Nikola Jokic over Joel Embiid. Yeah. At least Nikola Jokic can can handle the ball and he can and he can shoot and he and he can pass. But no, I don't think the Sixers are the biggest threat. I think the biggest threat for the Bucks. The Celtics are a huge threat. The Celtics have been playing really well. Jason Tatum's a first-year All-Star. Celtics, the three teams I think the Bucks are worried should worry about the Celtics, the Raptors, and the Heat because the Heat are really scrappy. They're mm-hmm. like a scrappy team. So those are, I think are the biggest in the in the order. I think I would put them. I'd probably put. I don't know. They're all really deadly. Uh, Miami will be last because they're not deadly at home. Like the Celtics are deadly at home. And the Raptors are deadly at home, so I'll probably put the Raptors first because the Raptors have got the Bucks' name, they've got their name, they're looking for it. So I'd probably go Raptors. Raptors, Celtics, Heat are probably the biggest um, competition for the Bucks leading into the postseason. Uh huh. So um, yeah, I don't know. We'll just have to see how it goes. I'm ex- I'll be really excited if Giannis wins back-to-back MVP. That'd be cool, and I'd love to see Coach Bud win Coach of the Year again, but I think Nick Nurse probably deserves it more. Or Eric Spolstra, one of the two. But, yeah, yeah, we'll just have to see as the season goes on. I'm excited about the All-Star break, and, uh, yeah, we'll just have to see. Yeah. All right, we can call it an episode here. We'll be back next week, hopefully. Check out our merch. Make sure you get up everything. You know the sites, BrucityBoys.com, at BrucityBoys everywhere. We got some things planned for 2020. Yeah, dude, we're, we're excited. Pushing, we're on. We got our pedal to the metal, baby. Yeah. All right. Trying to keeping up with everything, so just check it out, guys. Yep. All right. See you later.